Welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. I hope you are all doing well. In today's episode, we are on part two on our series on task management. So in this episode, we will be discussing establishing boundaries to support your subconscious. So just like a web browser on your computer, when you have too many programs open, when you have too many open tabs, everything slows down. And one of the biggest contributors to flooding, so all of those details flooding together and getting overwhelmed and anxious, is having too many projects on your plate. You're giving your subconscious too many things to think about, and that just leads to overwhelm and not getting anything done. So, but it it really, it keeps your subconscious from coming up with good ideas and solutions problems because you've overloaded it with too many things. So in this episode, we'll discuss the importance of consciously closing those open tabs, closing those programs that you're not using, and rituals to make your life lighter and more manageable so you can enjoy the rewards of building a habit of completion. Okay, so just one quick announcement. Our upcoming Learn How to Mind Map workshop happens on March 11th. We have a couple of slots left. It filled up really quick. So if you're interested, you can go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash mind map workshop. And the link will also be in the description for this podcast episode. Okay, so let's talk about the challenges. Why are we even discussing this? So one of our biggest challenges is flooding. Too many details all flooding together at once, leading to overwhelm. So having too many projects that are alive, that are on your plate, in your brain at a particular moment creates this experience where you work on one and then you feel overwhelmed. You get to a place where you don't know what to do with it. So then you move on to the next one and then you do a little bit and then you move on to the next one and nothing gets done. And over time, the more projects you have, things just start to slow down and you get more and more overwhelmed and more and more frustrated that you're not making any progress. You're not getting that sense of completion, that sense of accomplishment. 
So it can be overwhelming and it's the equivalent of walking into a cluttered room, even though you're not physically being affected by it mentally, it's really taking you down. So connected to this is saying yes to too many things. So you're people pleasing, you want people to be happy. So you say yes to things and then, or you feel inspired in the moment. And then an hour later, you're like, why did I just say yes to that? I've already got so many things on my plate right now. So that's another challenge that arises. It's very common for us that people pleasing and or getting very excited about something. And then two hours later, you realize you don't have the capacity to do it. Then there's the issue of just having too many creative projects on your plate. So you want to do everything and because you want to do everything, nothing gets done or the projects are so massive that no matter what you do, you're never going to feel like you're making progress on it. Right. So, and then you get into the indecision thing where you're like, should I focus on this one or should I focus on this one? And then you go back and forth and nothing, you don't make progress on anything because you've not made a decision, pared it down and said, I am working on this particular project. So the simple solution to this problem is to close all the tabs and then determine what are the most important projects that you want to work on and consciously tell yourself, these are the ones that are on hold. These are the ones that I'm going to be working on for this set duration of time. So in episode 96, the previous episode, we discussed the term projects and what does that actually mean? A project is a container for action items aimed at specific goals, right? So a project can be just about anything. So we can only handle so many projects in our consciousness at any given time. This is especially true for us because of flooding. So we need a gatekeeper. We need a part of our psyche that says, stop, here's the projects that are currently alive, here's the projects that we're putting on hold. We need to develop that muscle, and that is a muscle you can develop. And oftentimes it can be supported by a life coach or just talking to someone else so it's not just your willpower, you're giving it to another person and saying, spot me on this one, Uh, I want to work on these projects and I want to stop working on these for this duration of time. Now, the benefits of this are pretty obvious, but I want to talk about something a little more subtle, which is working with your subconscious. So as we discussed in the New Year's episode, the key to envisioning your new year, um, our subconscious is extremely powerful, but it can easily get bogged down when you have too many open projects. It doesn't know what to focus on. Many of you musicians out there may recognize this experience where you've been practicing a new song or a new technique and you really struggle at it and you practice and you practice and you just can't get it. And the harder your work, the harder it gets. And then you get some sleep, you come back the next day or two, and then you can play it. So what happened? So what happened was your subconscious was working on it while you weren't focusing on it. So there's a time to hyper-focus and there's time to let go and let your subconscious work on things. So there's many examples in science and scientists having this experience. And the one that jumps out to me is the periodic table of elements. So in science, that's a big deal. It wasn't just here's the list of elements that we've discovered. It's how they were arranged that opened up new doors of discovery. And it all comes back to one dude, and it's Dmitry Medelev. Okay, he's the one that obsessed about finding a logical way to organize chemical elements. And it had been just plaguing him. He's like, he's got to figure, there's some way to do, there's some order to this that I'm not seeing. So 
he kept searching and kept obsessing about it. He knew it had something to do with atomic weight. Uh, so finally, he wrote out each element on a card and, and tried to arrange them and arrange them. And he moved them around and moved them around. And then finally, he just kind of gave up and went to sleep. And according to him, this is an exact quote, quote, in a dream, I saw a table where all the elements fell into place as required. Awakening, I immediately wrote it down on a piece of paper. So this is a classic example of someone who gave their subconscious something to work on. It worked on it and it came back with the answer. And our subconscious is really smart, but you got to give it something to work with. So in my life, what I tend to do is um, I will have an issue or problem or something I'm trying to figure out. And it, maybe it has to do with a coaching client. Maybe it has to do with some other project that I'm working on. And I'm really stuck on it. I'm stuck on what's the direction to move forward. And I've learned over time to just say, okay, I don't quite know the answer right now, but this is what I'm specifically wanting an answer to. And I give it to my subconscious just by stating that. And then a lot of times I go for my run and I walk back, and that's I've, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I talk about going for my runs. I, I exercise, and then I make sure on the way back, I don't have my phone, I'm not looking at anything, I'm just out in nature, and that's when ideas come to me. And I create that space in my schedule every day because that's when my subconscious can do some work, and it's usually when it gives it back to me. It's not usually at night, it usually doesn't come in dreams, it comes at that particular time. So when we have too many projects, too many things going on, your subconscious is just bogged down. It doesn't know what to do. So you're just overwhelmed all the time. So it's important to have some kind of ritual in your life, some ritual where you say, you sit down and you tell your subconscious, don't work on this, work on this, consciously stopping the train and saying, this is what I'm focusing on right now. In talking about the subconscious and communicating with it, one of the experiences that I had working on an album of my music was um, I finished the album and I kept tweaking it and kept tweaking it and kept tweaking it. And then a month went by and then two months went by and I couldn't stop. I felt I really felt obsessed. I like I have to just make this perfect. And at some point I recognized, OK, I need to stop and say this is complete and when you have a lot of creativity, if you've had this experience before working on a project, it's hard to stop it. It'll just keep going and going and going and tweaking and tweaking. So I had to sit down, I lit a candle, and I said, okay, this project is complete. I know there's still pieces that may be a little rough around the edges, but it's done. We need to move on. And I did that. I did this little ritual, and I, it was almost instantaneous. My muscles relaxed, my brain quieted down, and I was able to move on to booking performances. And it really taught me a lesson that that part of my brain that can get obsessed about something, uh, that can also create really beautiful things. If there's a fine line between obsession and hyper-focus that it can either go in a really positive direction or it can really take over. You, you have control over that, but you have to stop yourself and say, this is is done, this is complete, and I can move on. So then there's the aspect of people-pleasing, which is really common for us hunter types. We tend to say yes to things because someone asked you to do it and you're like, maybe you were felt inspired in the moment and then 10 minutes later as you walked away, you went, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just agreed to do that. I have so little time. Why did I agree to do that? So recognizing that tendency first is crucial. 
And I want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to it already, go back to the episode on setting healthy boundaries. I'll leave a link in the description. Check that episode out if this is one of your issues. If you look at your project list and you realize, oh my gosh, like oh, half of these are just things that I didn't say no to and I really should have. So the more you have the ability to say no, the more you can create peace and calm and have more completion in your life because all those projects are taking up space and they're probably stressing you out. So if it was a people-pleasing issue, then you're stressed because if you don't do it, they're going to be upset with you. And there's that whole loop that you're dealing with. So that anxiety, if that's you, then stop yourself and say, I just listened to this in this episode. I need to pay attention to this and start shifting this habit. And speaking as a former people pleaser and occasionally still doing it off and on, I'll still catch myself occasionally doing it, but I'm fully aware that this is an issue. And if I don't catch it, it turns into a big problem because then I'm stressed out because I didn't get something done. And I've learned over time to just say no as a default, reflect, And then come back and say, oh, you know, I reflected on that and I can do this. And then I'm able to set the boundaries for that project because I want the ability to say yes to things if it's something I feel I can do and I could support someone else. But I need to practice saying no first so that I can go through the process of reflecting whether or not I can actually do that thing. So I want to give you a very simple exercise to do that tells your subconscious, here's the projects I'm working on and here's the projects that are on hold. So get a sheet of paper or you can do this on a computer. Uh, Sit down and write out all of the current projects that you can think of that you're currently working on. And I want you to go back and think about the previous episode, episode 96, when we talked about those life categories. So health, work, relationships, all those big categories. And ask yourself, what are the projects that I'm always thinking about? What are the ones that you keep banking back and forth between? Write those out. And then ask yourself, which ones of these do you choose to focus on in the coming month. What are the projects that I choose to focus on in this month? Take a moment, look at those, and maybe you just put a check mark next to them. Maybe you create a new column and say, here's the ones that I I choose to focus on. And then consciously tell yourself the ones that are not checked, the ones that are not being chosen as the active projects. Tell yourself, I am not going to focus on these in the next month. They are on hold. Now, if you want to do this with mind mapping, if you have mind mapping software, uh, this there's a great way you can do this. So you can basically just create two branches. So you create the center of the map and call it uh, focused projects and create two branches. And one branch is going to say active and another branch will be on hold. And start with the on hold branch as the default and put all of your projects into that. Then start dragging over the ones that you choose to focus on in the next month. That's what makes mind mapping software so useful is that you can easily move stuff around like that. And you can say, okay, now the ones that are on the active branch, those are the ones I'm focusing on for this month. The ones that are on hold, I'm closing that up. I'm not even going to be thinking about them. And as a thought arises between now and the date that you've picked, If it's a project that you've chosen not to work on, just tell yourself, I'm not working on that project right now. Or if you need to, if you just can't, you have an idea for it and you just like, I have to write down, then write it down and then close it back up again. 
Now, for many of you, this may be very difficult. It just may feel like I just I don't have the energy to do this. Then try to do it with someone else. Call in support. Get a spotter. Get someone who you can talk this through, a spouse or just someone like a friend, and just say, look, I need to do this exercise. This is really important. Hang out with me. I'm going to go through and do this exercise, and I just want to talk it through with you. I need about 10 minutes of your time. So again, this is a kind of mental ritual. We're telling our subconscious, just work on these particular projects. And through doing this, you'll find you'll be much more efficient at problem solving. Ideas and solutions will come to you more easily because your subconscious is not focusing on a thousand projects at once. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I just want to take this last minute or two to say thank you to all of you who heard my request at the end of last episode to go over to Amazon and write some reviews for the book, Drummer in the Great Mountain. You guys are awesome. Thank you all so much. I so appreciate you taking the time to do that. There's so many awesome reviews. It meant a lot, and I just really enjoyed reading what you shared. Um, It also just informs how I move forward with the podcast and with our offerings to hear how things have affected you. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. That really helps us reach a wider audience because when you have consistent reviews coming in, it gets shown to more people. So thanks so much. And until next time, be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer and the Great Mountain, visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com.